Escape the Matrix Health Show covers the world of exercise, nutrition, and supplementation, fact-finding, myth-busting, the latest clinical studies, fun facts, and news you can use are covered by your host, Dave Sherwin, fitness buff and owner of EscapeTheMatrix.com. Welcome your host, Dave. Welcome to the show. In today's episode, I want to start off with a simple question for you, and that is, if a nutritionist came to your home and went through your supplements and looked at each one and asked you questions about what they do and why you're taking them and how you came to be taking them, the story behind each one, by the time they were done, how confident are you that you're taking the right mix of supplements? And for some people, the answer is going to be, you know, I have a very high level of confidence. For others, it could be they're taking certain supplements just because they heard somewhere that one of them was good for them or they went to a party at someone's house where they were sold on a very expensive supplement or juice or who knows what. The fact is, for most of us, we may not be taking the exact right mix of supplements. And when you get the right mix of supplements... It can make a major difference, but it's one of those things that tends to happen haphazardly over time. As a matter of fact, I don't know about you, but I have on occasion forgotten about a really great supplement. I've run out of it and then weeks or months later realize I'm not taking it anymore and start to feel the ill effects of doing that. And on the reverse, sometimes we start taking a new supplement and maybe Frankly, we're a little bit immature about our view of supplements, and if we don't notice some big improvement in our health, we think it's not doing anything for us, and so we stop taking it. As a supplement seller, I can tell you that we deal with this all the time. We sometimes get people who are all grown up, but who buy a supplement and contact us a month later and say, you know, I'm really not feeling much from taking this supplement, and so I'm not sure if I want to keep taking that. And That is a common way of thinking, that we expect something to happen. If it doesn't happen, we stop taking it. Even if we have our blood tested and we know that we're deficient in that certain thing and that the the ill effects of being deficient may not show up for years, we sometimes have this immature, short-term view of supplements. And today in this episode, I I hope to help you raise your game in how you think about supplements and in determining which ones you should take. Now, first of all, I've got to lower expectations because I don't expect to give you a definitive list of exactly what you should be taking that's the exact right solution for you because I don't know that. There is not a one-size-fits-all solution. But we have come up with four categories of health supplements that could really help you think this through and determine for you what is the best mix of supplements. Before I give you the four categories to give you that framework to help you decide what you ought to be taking and to help you decide what you're currently taking, and maybe you could get rid of some and add some others when you're done with this episode, let me just use my fish tank as an example. I I am a reef tank enthusiast. I've had a saltwater mini reef aquarium for, oh, 17, 18 years now. And I just love it. And I love the corals and the fish and the beauty. It's just incredible. And people come to my home and they see the tank and it's a real showpiece and it's a conversation starter. And it's something I just absolutely enjoy. And one of the things I learned long ago was the critical nature of supplements. In a reef aquarium, the core supplements that I absolutely have to put in my fish tank are calcium 
and magnesium and a blend of things that keeps the the hardness of the water and the pH at the exact right amount. Now, if I don't keep those things exact, my tank will actually survive just fine for several months before I see anything go wrong with my tank. But because I'm in the supplement industry and along with my experience I have in the fish tank, I'm really on top of the supplementation of my fish tank. I have test kits. I regularly test the level of the calcium. I know exactly where it should be. The level of the magnesium, etc. the pH balance. I go through with my little test kit and I make sure that my tank is at the optimal levels all the time. And when I do, my corals grow nicely and they're big and full and colorful and the fish survive and everything is happiness and peace and love in my fish tank when I keep the supplements just right. Now, if I don't do it for a week, does everything go to pot? No. When I add a new supplement into my tank, does everything suddenly and miraculously start growing faster and just, you know, in the most incredible and, and, and beautiful ways, so much superior to what it was before? No, it's a long-term process of keeping it right week after week after week. And as I do, my fish tank thrives and things survive. And these expensive corals that I put in there that I don't want to die, don't die. They live for long periods of time. They even grow and colonies split off. And it's just a beautiful experience and it's just a lot of fun. But it's no fun when things aren't right or the water quality gets low. I've made a video about this on our blog, by the way. There's a, a You can actually see in the video the image of my fish tank. So kind of a cool thing. If you wanted to have a look at it, go to escapethematrix.com, click on the blog, look for episode 17. And I've made a video about this concept along with these four categories of health supplements that we're about to to talk about. But hopefully this analogy makes sense to you that your body is so much like what I described, that you should not really expect massive improvements from taking one new supplement And you shouldn't expect massive deterioration from stopping taking certain supplements. The whole idea of the Escape the Matrix podcast, my book, Formula 7, everything we're trying to do is simply about helping people and myself. I'm on this journey. Half of this is me learning for myself and continually improving my own knowledge as I work on getting the optimal nutrition and exercise and supplementation. So with that being said, the four categories of health supplements are core supplements, functional supplements, performance supplements, and age and gender specific supplements. Now, as mentioned, the purpose of this episode is not to give you the exact list. There's no such thing. It depends on your age, depends on your gender, depends on your activity level and what your health professional is telling you. But by understanding the framework, this could help you put together and start to put together a really great package that really works for you. So let's go through those. And what I'll do is, again, not give you a long list of all the things that fall in each category, but probably just give like one example. And then there's a sheet that you can download at that episode I told you about, episode 17 on our blog. You can download a resource sheet that you can print off of your um, printer And you can write down and fill in the blanks of what you determine you think the best core functional performance and age and gender specific supplements are, and then work towards filling in those gaps. So number one, 
core supplements. A core supplement, the way we describe it, is something that you are deficient in. Now, the best way to know if you're deficient is to have your blood tested. Now, a lot of this can be done for free, by the way. A lot of people think that you got to go and spend the $500 on lab work to get all of these things tested, but a lot of them can be tested for free in your yearly physical with your doctor. They do blood work as part of that. It's usually included with most health plans, and they can often determine deficiencies you have in your diet especially if you ask them to. And sometimes if your doctor is really nice like mine, he will actually add a few things in there and test for certain supplements that he wouldn't normally test for. One great example of a supplement that the majority of people are deficient in right now is vitamin D. And a vitamin D deficiency is very easy to fix. It's not very expensive to buy a vitamin D supplement, and so that's just one great example of a core supplement, something your body really needs, but there's a great chance that from our modern diet, even if you're trying your best and eating a very healthy diet, that if you get your blood work done, you are deficient. So that is a category of core supplements, those things that you really ought to be taking, and if not, you'll have deficiencies that will likely show up as health deterioration at some point in the future. So critical that you fill in the core supplements. And one of the reasons why these four areas of supplementation are so critical is because if you're an athlete, for example, and you've got some really great performance supplements, but you're not supplementing those core things that you're probably deficient in, then you got things bass-ackwards, right? You're paying money probably a lot of money for performance supplements when some very inexpensive supplements would probably do you more good. So these are in order of importance with the core supplements, of course, being more important than the next three. So what are the next three? Well, number two is functional supplements. A functional supplement is one that we define as one that your body is not necessarily deficient in. But if you take it, you will have improvement in your health. I'll give one example, maca, M-A-C-A. You may have never even heard of this supplement, but if you Google it, you'll find that you can buy maca powder on Amazon quite inexpensively. It's included in some supplements. It will be in our up-and-coming supplement, Mimi's Miracle Multis. And there's so much clinical research that maca powder, especially in in, uh, uh, adults, Uh, gives vitality, increased libido. There's all types of good things that happen when you take maca powder or take it in a capsule supplement. However, it doesn't matter. If you take maca, it can make really nice improvements in your health. You don't necessarily need it, but it could really wake up your system and help you to feel better uh, if you do take it. And there are several other examples. I'm just going trying to help you understand the categories for uh, right now. The next one is performance supplements. Now, performance supplements would be those things you take pre-workout, intra-workout, or post-workout drinks. Uh, Those are the things that help you perform better. And the reason why they're so valuable is because if you're going to take out that time to exercise, you might as well get the most out of the workouts that you do. And when you take a performance, and some of these modern uh, performance-enhancing drinks are just phenomenal. I've experimented with a lot of myself. I love them. I get a better workout from them. I recover better when I take a recovery drink. 
and, and, and they just make my life better. Do I have to have them? No, I don't have to have them. But I certainly feel better, get a better workout, get a better pump, get more out of my workout, get stronger, maintain strength through using supplements that enhance my workout, and you will as well. So that's what we call a, a performance supplement. And then the last one is age and gender-specific supplements. These are those things that are specific to men or specific to women or specific to older people or specific to younger people. Depend, you know, depends what your situation is. For example, there's a lot of research that women would greatly benefit from hormone balancing supplementation as they get older. There's a lot of evidence that men would do well to supplement with testosterone. Now, I'm not talking about taking drugs. Uh, for me, that that's uh, that's where I draw the line. I would much rather do everything naturally than ever go to a drug. And by the way, for for me, it's also important to test for these things. I have my testosterone tested every single year by my doctor in my yearly physical, and I work on keeping it where it ought to be in acceptable range through supplementation and exercise and and healthy habits, not through drugs. And if I start taking the drug. I know that my body will start stop producing it, and then I'll be dependent on the drug. And so this is the areas that get kind of tricky as you get older of determining which things you ought to supplement to be at your absolute best. So a couple of examples there of age and gender-specific. Another age-specific one that I do is glucosamine chondroitin. I was told a few years ago when I was having problems with my knee and my hip by my physical therapist, I ought to just take glucosamine chondroitin on a regular basis and I'd feel better. And I, I've definitely found that to be true. And the clinical dose is 1,500 milligrams a day. And when I take 1,500 milligrams a day of glucosamine chondroitin, my joints feel a lot better. If I run out and I forget to buy a bottle, I know about it about two or three weeks later because I start to have aches and pains I wasn't having before. So I found it to be a very useful supplement as I've gotten older. Again, just an example. I'm not trying to sell you on going out and buying glucosamine chondroitin or any of these other things. I'm only giving them, as, giving them to you as examples. And I think the best thing you could do with this information, if this is interesting to you and, you, and this is resonating with you about developing a personal supplement strategy, is go to the blog escapethematrix.com blog episode 17 and there's a pdf you can click on download it print it off and it divides out from top to bottom the core supplements functional performance and age and gender specific and then do that inventory of your own cupboard and fill in what you're currently taking and maybe do some analysis maybe do some googling what could you be taking maybe that you're not taking are you taking something that's inordinately expensive too expensive and you don't even know why maybe you could stop taking that and buy some inexpensive vitamin d or some fish oil or maybe it's glucosamine chondroitin maybe it's something else i don't know it depends on your budget your age your needs and if you can get professional help if you can go and splurge and have your blood tested that really is the ultimate thing to do there are plenty of places online where you can send them a blood sample and they even, they send you a kit you give them a sample they tell you exactly what you're deficient in that's the ultimate but it's kind of expensive 4 to 500 dollars Second to that is to do your own homework. Research those things that a lot of people just are deficient in and simply 
start taking those things that it's highly likely you have deficiencies in and then go from there and fill out the sheet with those things that make sense to you, that you can afford. And again, like my fish tank, don't expect that suddenly and miraculously you're a super being in the next 30 days. That's not the goal of this. And it's, again, it's just kind of immature, right? We're grownups here on the show and we're trying to just live at our best at our highest level of health, given our genetics and our age. Uh, I love the quote that, you know, nobody uh, should expect a perfect body, but everybody deserves a healthy one. And that's what we're trying to achieve here is simply to take into account where we're at in our history and uh, the genetics that we have and be at our very best through good nutrition, good exercise, and good supplementation. And I hope in this episode I have helped you to have a framework for determining what you really ought to be taking on an ongoing basis so that you are at your best and don't deteriorate over time any more than you have to, right? The idea for me, I just picture myself being 90 years old and still out on the golf course. And I know if I look after my body, nutrition, exercise, supplementation, that I can do that. And that's the, the goal that we're, we're looking for here. One last thing before we wrap up, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes for the Escape the Matrix health show. And uh, if you are willing to completely blatantly lie and say this is a great show, I would love you for doing that. And why don't you just go and do that right now? Um, one other thing is make sure and download the uh, PDF. And and by the way, we realize leaving reviews for thing for things Everyone's asking you to leave reviews for all kinds of things. It takes time. It's kind of annoying. But boy, it makes a big difference to the show. And so if you do leave a review, send an email to support at escapethematrix.com and we will send you a small thank you for taking the time for reviewing the show. Until next time, this is Dave Sherwin wishing you health and success. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Escape the Matrix show with your host, fitness buff and owner of EscapeTheMatrix.com, Dave Sherwin. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EscapeTheMatrix.com on Facebook and Twitter at EscapeTheMatrix. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on the Escape the Matrix health show with Dave Sherwin.